podcasting we're back with another hot episode or a mild episode hot and spicy what type, what type of sauce do you get from taco bell i prefer their hot fire like fire, fire sauce i fire like the sauce. flavor and it's not actually that hot yeah fire sauce is really delicious yeah i actually buy the bottle at kroger and i put that on my chipotle Ooh, yeah that's an, i never because thought i love chipotle. i have the i have either the hot or the fire in my cabinet at home chipotle if you're looking for a podcast with minimal listeners. Minimal <laughs> listeners, but we work very, very clean. And we love Chipotle. We're pretty much the ESPN of podcasts. We're pretty much the Chipotle of podcasting. Very clean Ooh, ingredients. Very clean, clean yeah. ingredients, and give you diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't happen at Chipotle. That happens at Taco Bell. That's true. Chipotle, my intestinal fortitude is always strong after a good bowl. Yeah, like, just put your own sauce on from there, and you're good. Anyway. <laughs> um... What were we talking about? How hot and spicy this episode will be. This is going to be a hot and spicy one. Southwestern style. Ooh, South yeah. by Southwest. Is that Ooh, a should we do a southern? live show at South by Southwest? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. We'll, just book a spot? No, well, well they're not going to book us, but if we just get ourselves <laughs> just playing tickets outside. and go there. <laughs> <laughs> We've been thinking about doing a lot more we're mobile here. podcast episodes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're back. You're back. Thanks for listening. I'm back as well. You're also back. And I'd like to talk. Let me hear it. I tried to get back into Starfield again. Starfield, you know, the game which we've, episode. we've just praised. And man, oh man, <laughs> the more the time I spent away from it and then getting back into it, mm-hmm. the glaring problems, mm. they're, they're really starting to appear more to me. I've deleted it from my Xbox. <laughs> Steve's on board with me. I'm going to keep playing, but... I'm finding it. It was after we played Oblivion, mm-hmm. and now that I've just played it, yeah. And not only have I just played it, I played it with minimal mods. On Nothing Oblivion. really like, yeah, Oblivion. Yeah. You know, I just did a couple to like fix the game up for yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like such a lack of that exploitative feeling in Starfield, and then not only that, but the world is not built that well. And there's just little things that over time start to wear down your engagement in the world. Yes, I would agree. I think the last moment that I turned it off was I literally had to like just fast travel to four different places consecutively. And I'm like, what am I even doing? The loading screens are very obnoxious. Yeah, well, they have to have them because they upgraded all their graphics engine and the game's huge. Yeah. Wide as an ocean. It's also PG. It's very PG. Like there's no, there's nothing adult feeling about this game, which I'm not going to claim that. I'll just, it like, has to be. Bethesda games are super adulty, right. but I mean, it feels like the choice to not let you disrobe people you kill <laughs> is like a choice for 10 year olds. Yeah. And the inability to like in Fallout dismember, it, it, all of it mm. engages you in the world. And I just don't feel it. I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling any of that stuff and it's starting to lose its appeal to me over time. It's certainly lacking. The writing's not great. I don't know how good of an idea it was to play a different Bethesda game that's better (laughs) coinciding. That shouldn't have happened. It definitely shouldn't. They've advanced. This is like 10 games into the future for Bethesda, and it's somehow not as fun. So here's the real crazy 
thing that Hit I'm going to say to you right now. <laughs> Something I'm going to do. I think I might try Cyberpunk again. <laughs> A game which you were initially very excited for. I've never seen anyone more excited. And then I was and let down. the game hit, you were in shambles. And now the real dark period. There's all these updates. There's mods. I'm going to air quote everything you're saying right now that there is. All these updates, air quote, mods, <laughs> air quote. And a new expansion pack. That There's been mods. They've tried to true. work on it. But but it, it's a, it looks on paper like it might be a more complete game. And I, now that I really want to play a story hey, RPG. You've already paid for it. Yeah. You'll just have to buy the Phantom Liberty? I, I thought I read that it was free if I bought it back in the day. So I might already have it. If That's even better. Because then you won't... When you're done playing it and you've realized that you've been let down again, at least you didn't lose any money this time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. That was my preamble. All right. A little bit of sadness up top. Do you want a segue? Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything going on, but I don't. That's think good because I, I think it's going to be a long episode. All right. We'll, we'll segue. That's funny because I think I've told you this before, but I've watched people on Twitch play the role-playing servers on yeah. Red Dead 2, and they all do that exact same You have thing. to say it. It's just a hundred guys running going, hey, howdy, <laughs> howdy. <laughs> how's it howdy. going? <laughs> I would love to go back in time to like 1860, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, hello, sir. <laughs> like, what? I'm sure there were people like that. Do you think that people started talking cowboy in like the 20s and 30s, or do you think they talked like that before? I don't know. It may even be like a creation of fiction. Maybe it's one of those things where like a movie made them sound like that. And then we all just agreed. That's probably what they sounded like. That's what like. I was wondering about. It very well could be. I We're playing Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> I, I was doing some online research into the Old West mm. and was shocked to see the crime statistics. Was, was there a lot of No, crime? there was no crime. Minimal crime. There was no crime. Yeah, we've been sold on a there dream. There was like of... five, there was, where was it? Dodge City or something? I had like five murders in 10 years. It was crazy. Wow. No one was getting murdered. And people were just carrying guns around. It, well, a lot of guns, a lot of towns had like a leave your gun outside of the town policy. It. Yeah. So maybe at some point people were just blasting willy nilly. But I think a lot of what we consider mm. the dirty old West to be, the wild yeah. West, was kind of not... A fictional creation. It's just people just like working and trying to create lives for themselves. Well, there were certainly people like a Wyatt Earp. They existed. Yeah, they did exist. And there were shootouts. There was yeah. cri- there's crime, but I just don't think it was, you know, it, obviously it's a creation of Not Hollywood. Red Dead levels where John Marston kills a billion cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just guys getting blasted. Mowing down people. All right. Well, we'll, we'll take jump us to in. Steve's hot fact corner. 
All right. Uh, Red Dead Redemption released in, do you remember the year? You were around for this for sure. 2009? Close, 10. 10, dang. Were you excited for this release? I didn't play it. I didn't have a console at that period. Oh, man. So sad. Everyone talked about it, and I was like, I don't have a console. Gearing up for this, I was very excited. I can believe it. Any Rockstar game coming out, I was like, I'm in. doesn't even matter. But I'm even talking like the, not the GTAs, like Manhunt. Yeah. um, Red Dead Revolver. I played that on my original Xbox. Recently? No, like when I first. I played that concurrently with red dead redemption because like let me revisit that. oh wow okay so we'll talk about that a little bit but i was playing any rockstar game and looking forward to it yeah 2010 by rockstar san diego since i had extra time to research do you know anything about rockstar san diego or why there's a rockstar san diego let me tell you why (laughs) (laughs) rockstar san diego began as a colombian man his name was diego angel i think it's just coincidence it ended up in san diego and his name was diego but he had a studio called Angel Studios, or maybe Angel Studios, because his name was probably Hispanic, being from Colombia. Developed in 1984, he started that, and he was interested in computer animation at that time. He was involved in parts of the Lawnmower Man movie, mm. computer animation yeah. bits. Uh, made the music video for Peter Gabriel's Kiss That Frog, which I don't know if you've seen. I've never seen this. But it is a psychedelic computer animated trip. I want to watch it. It is wild. Like, definitely an early 90s computer animation thing going on. But good for him. So that's how he kind of got noticed. Um, The first full games that that studio worked on were Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr.'s Slugfest, which I think were a couple Featuring Major League Baseball. (laughs) Yeah, featuring Major League Baseball. Yeah. and those were, I think, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis yeah. era games. I know Ken Griffey was. Then he made Midtown Madness for Microsoft. Heard of this game. It's a little yellow slug bug, I think, on the cover. And its sequel. Then Rockstar noticed and offered a partnership in 1999, which led to Midnight Club. I've played this. Fun racing game. Yeah. And Smuggler's Run, <laughs> which I had never played, but I watched some YouTube footage. And it looks like GTA driving. Like it's a wide open world. You're in like this weird dune buggy and you got to smuggle things. And you got to run. Cars chase you and try and blow you up. Then Angel or Angel Studios was acquired by Rockstar's parent company, Take Two, in November of 2002. A more evil company, nearer to exist. Yes. And then they became Rockstar San Diego. Founder of Angel Studios, Diego Angel left the studio in May of 2005 and moved back to Colombia. So he was only around for a few years after they got acquired. Um, Reading a lot about how he wanted to run the studio, he was more like, let's do projects that we want to do. We're going to turn down stuff that isn't our vibe, and we'll just do like the stuff we want to do. Um, He would do like, after they completed a project or a game, give a week off to all the workers like very opposite of Take Two Rockstar <laughs> style, <laughs> where after you complete the game, they whip you and make you work two weeks and one yeah, week. after your eighty-hour weeks of completing the game, double it, <laughs> more hours than are in a week. Um, so then Rockstar developed its own game engine in two thousand four that is used in most of their games. Um, like I think that was GTA Four. I remember seeing footage where there was like ragdoll of yeah. like a dude flopping down the stairs yeah. and like. Awesome. Oh, man, I can't <laughs> wait to put someone downstairs. <laughs> Which was very cool. 
Um, but Rockstar San Diego is responsible for Midnight Club series, Red Dead Revolver 1, Red Dead Redemption. I oh, guess Revolver was on Red Dead Revolver 1. Redemption 1, and the Undead Nightmare expansion. And then they also collaborated with the other Rockstar studios like North, which I think is in Canada, Rockstar yeah. North, and making of Max Payne 3, GTA 5, Red Max Dead Max Payne 3 is an all-time favorite of mine. Yeah, so they all kind of collaborated, worked together, crunched all their hours into making games ground those workers into dust (laughs) yeah um there was more info on the rockstar process of game developing which really bummed me out as a gamer yeah it's tough to look at. i don't know how much you want to dive i don't want to get too deep it'll get almost uh it's like sweatshoppy what they do to their it very much is designers and so on diego angel and all his people that were with him when they got bought out were like a bunch of them quit like someone off themselves like Real bummer situation to go from where they were to the rock star way of doing yeah. things. Anyway, moving on, let's get some fun facts. <laughs> they originally planned to release in late 2009 and then pushed to April 2010, finally released in May of 2010 in North America. Um, development for this game took five years, which for a game of this, that seems appropriate, and we're way beyond that now. Yep. We cry about that every game. I'm not going to say anything this time. <laughs> a Game of the Year edition released in October of 2009. So uh, a little over a year later. So you can tell what kind of awards this game won. Yeah. Game of the Year. And then the game, a year, game of the Year version, it contained all the DLC. Which were... Do you know the DLC to this game? I know Undead Nightmare. I was only familiar with that. Other ones. Outlaws to the End that added six multiplayer side missions. Uh, Legends and Killers, which added multiplayer characters from Red Dead Revolver and new map locations and a tomahawk weapon. Liars and Cheats, which added competitive multiplayer modes, minigames, characters, and a weapon. I didn't get the information on which weapon, but <laughs> they added a weapon. <laughs> Hunting and Trading, which added some additional outfits and the jackalope to the game. Ooh, cool. And then the Undead Nightmare, which added a separate canonical single-player campaign that had John Marston searching for a cure for the zombie outbreak. That's pretty Which cool. is a very popular trope of the time, zombies. Yeah. Everything is zombies in 2011. Um, so that's kind of fun. They threw that all in with the Game of the Year edition. Yeah. They reportedly spent somewhere in the 80 to $100 million range on development and marketing for the game. I can believe that. Making yeah. it the most one of the most expensive games to create at the time. Yeah, sounds about right. Eighty to a hundred million bucks just to get this game out the door. So there was a firm that crunches numbers for companies. They estimated the game would need to sell one point seven five million units to break even, and three and a half million to make a profit. I'm gonna guess it made more than a profit in its first three weeks. Do you want to guess the number it sold? First three weeks, four million. Five million, only one million away. (laughs) My brain said five million. I didn't see it. By September, so this was how many months later? It released in May. By September, four months later, we already hit five million. By September, how many more did it sell? Or a total number, if you want. Eight million. Six point nine, only one point one million away. (laughs) And in (laughs) in its first year, it shipped. 9 million. 8.5. Getting closer. <laughs> By February 2017, I got so many numbers. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> a lot of times for research. Me. I just kept crunching numbers. 
So 2017, seven years later, it sold 10. 15. And September 2021, this is the final number I got. Four years later, had shipped. Okay, this is a total of. Um, so this. Okay, this number is interesting because 2021, Red Dead 2 was close to release or had released. I、yeah. can't remember. So this is combining both games. And then I also have the number for just this game. So this includes Red Dead Redemption 2. And the original, which bumped up sales for the original. The Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in like 17? 18? Must have. I don't remember. It hasn't been six years since that game came out, has it? I only have a computer. It came out before. I'm going to say 2018. Go and Google it. 2018, nailed it. So five years. So we should be getting Red、Dang. Dead Redemption 3 any moment now. On their five year development cycle. Okay, so total for those two games, I'll give you, was 62 million combined.、Jeez. So, how much of that was just Red Dead 1? 25 million? 23, super close. Dang. So, they, they definitely broke even and made a little bit of money. <laughs> yeah, they made a little bit of cash <laughs> on the side there. When all they had to hit was 1.75 to break even, and they ended up selling 23 wow, million. Wow, that's a lot of flipping sales. Yeah, they did encourage pre orders by offering exclusive in game horses, outfits, and weapons. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Spittoon on that.、Uh, one of the most requested games to be added to backwards compatibility on the Xbox,、uh, being upscaled to 4K on the old big boys of the Xbox consoles. It, it can look really nice. That's how I was playing it. It's shockingly it. nice. And it、looking. does look nice. Like, it's 13 years old, and you're yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, it's crispy. Yeah. Um, that's where I was playing it, and、I'm, often I was just riding my horse, just staring at the scenery, <laughs> looking incredible. Do you want to guess the Metacritic score? 98. 95. Real close.、Uh, won a bunch of Game of the Year awards. Yeah, he was giving this a negative review. I'll tell you, it was Kavasi, user.、Uh, Red Dead in 2013, he reviewed it. Can't do half the things you can do in a GTA game. <laughs> can't drive your car. <laughs> What is he talking about? <laughs> oh, Kavasi.、Uh, he's got a little more. Die when entering waist deep water. So there's no swimming in this,、mm. which is just their way of saying you can't go here yet. Don't go over there. Come on, it's a video game.、Uh, garbage fast traveling system. It's a little weird. I like it. You have to, That's one of my things I'm going to say I like. All right. You got to drift out and set up camp and then you can fast travel or you got to find a stagecoach.、Um, pointless awards from challenges. I didn't really delve into yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't really get into that. That adds to replayability when you're all done with missions. Yeah. Riding a horse isn't nearly as fun as riding a car. <laughs> 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 Thanks for that fact, Kavasi. And riding a car is not nearly as fun as a spaceship. <laughs> I'm mad.、Uh, accidentally target someone and you get into a lot of trouble. Controls garbage as if you're used to keyboard and mouse. Can't tell friends from enemies in a gunfight. That was Kavasi's bad review. Huh. Which are all things that happen, but I、True. don't think it makes for a bad game. I don't think it's,、uh, you can call this a bad game. Yeah. That's nitpicking. <laughs> One of this man's complaints is essentially there's not cars. It's not Grand Theft Auto. What's wrong with this game? Oh. He goes and reviews every single game that's not. He must、Grand、have been、Theft、so、Auto. happy. I bet his Grand Theft Auto 5 review is crazy. Oh, 11 out of 10 for sure. 
Um, so he, this released in 2010 and he played it in 2013 and reviewed it poorly. Anyway, I got an IGN good review. Rockstar has taken the Western to new heights and created one of the deepest, most fun, and most gorgeous games around. You can expect the occasional bug or visual hiccup, but you can also expect a fantastic game that offers the Western experience we've all been waiting for. Wow. Can't disagree with any of that. Um, my last little note here, a remaster released this year in August for the PlayStation 4 which is like a 10-year-old console, <laughs> and the Nintendo Switch. Huh. Not well received. They suck at the remasters. $50 they need to figure price that point. piece out. They're yeah. not doing good at that. They charge 50 bucks for it. They no Xbox release as they felt the backwards compatibility does its job, which it absolutely does. That's awesome. Like if you were going to remaster it for Xbox, you'd have to throw in a ton more content. Yeah. So PS boys, PlayStation boys, you're just out of luck. PC boys, probably looks good enough anyway. You can only emulate it. Not Oh, yeah, it's not for sale. Rockstar actually has said that the code is such a spaghetti mess. <laughs> for a spaghetti western. For a spaghetti western that there's pretty much no way to ever port it over to Interesting. PC. Yeah, they, they just aren't financially, they're never going to try. Fun fact from Thad. Yeah. All right. I remember this from back in the day when I was just waiting for it to right. be emulatable. <laughs> Just release it. Yeah. They released Red Dead Redemption 2 before you were able to really emulate Red Dead on PC. It was wild. Crazy. Um, That's all my fun facts. Super fun. Ready to dive into the game. (laughs) Here we go. So, I open up the game. Mm -hmm. And immediately, I'm beset by the knowledge that I'm playing one of the greatest games of all time. Mm -hmm. It's just obvious. You're like, okay. This is, yeah, top this is 100. Gonna be, this should be on a list that yeah. two dumb <laughs> guys talk about in the basement. <laughs> Check. And uh, the music. Who knows? Immediately. It hit you. I do have a fun note about the music. Give me that But music. I want to wait till we started. They won Audio of the Year, Music of the Year, Best Interactive Score, and Best Dialogue, which isn't music, but is sound. It, I can't see them not. The sound in this game is freaking impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And the music is like, it's good in like the sense of the spaghetti Western mm-hmm. that it's kind of playing. But also, and I'm going to hop way ahead. Okay. But I remember when this game first came out, people. You're hopping behind now. Yeah. People kept <laughs> talking about when you get to Mexico mm. and a song that played. And that was what I remembered. And I'm like, I have to get to Mexico in my playthrough. Uh-huh. When you get to Mexico, uh, Jose Gonzalez song plays, which I don't uh, know if you're remembering this. I'm not remembering. I got to the mission literally this morning. I was playing. I was on the raft going okay, to Mexico. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, we'll play the song after this. Okay. Um, it's just like perfect. Yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> Dang, I can't remember it. We're going to have to replay it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, they actually, it's all original score for the game. Maybe yeah. minus that song. Or is he, did he create it for I believe game? he made it for the... Okay. Uh, and they drew from spaghetti westerns rather than actual music from the early 1900s. Because that wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. They wanted it to feel like... You're like, playing a movie. Yeah. And it really, really feels like that. Yeah. The music is... I can't imagine how they had to tackle it because they're coming from a world of GTA where you just plug in radio stations. And this is like... We can't have constant music because there's no radio. There's not music playing. You walk into a bar, there's a piano guy. Yeah. Doodly doo doo. Which is one of my favorite. I need to learn to play that kind of piano music. <laughs> it's so good. 
but they just pipe in bits of music that will come in and out when battles start happening the music kicks up and the drums start going you get all the the western sounds it's honestly perfect yeah yeah great job 10 out of 10 on the music way to put in those 80 hour weeks yeah truly i don't know if it gets too much better than that yeah we thank you for that other thoughts on the music no i think that's all perfect yeah (laughs) we touched on it too graphically stunning even now 13 years later i mean obviously i was playing it upscale yeah but still looks awesome and and it's proof that it's that it, graphics are not just necessarily the quality of the texture or you know ray tracing mm-hmm. DLSS, all this stuff it's how the graphics are used to build a world that just looks gorgeous yeah and you can see the limitations that they sometimes kind of held themselves to comparatively to say red dead 2 yeah but like the way the forest might look or the way yeah. the desert looks. It can be a little sparse, but they, the way they use lighting and the way they use the sound and all of it comes together, you just, you're like, Whoa. Yeah. They really completed the feeling. Rockstar does every game, like, that's why they take so long. That's why they cost so much money. Yeah. But they put every detail into it possible. Like, on Xbox Series X that I'm playing on, they've added God Rays. So in little cutscenes, you'll get like, not the Red Dead 2 level where like it's going through the ear and the ear is like translucent partly, but <laughs> you know, you're getting those rays and the shadows and the lighting yeah. has been somehow upgraded just by playing it on a powerful console. Yeah. But the detail of like, there's, you know, there's hoof prints along the trails. Your horse is kicking up dust. Little tumbleweeds will blow across. Yeah. Clouds of dust will poof up for no reason. Like it's, uh, they they outdid themselves at the time for sure. Maybe that's why I was so ready to diss on Starfield to start this episode because Comparing. the way this game mm-hmm. is just like, hey, now you're playing this. Yeah. this. You are totally engrossed in what's happening on screen. Bethesda does not hit that level of detail. And it's more about RPG-ing true, and true. story-ing. Yeah. But Rockstar is all about the world and creating that's just what It was just so overwhelmingly good in this game. Yeah. Undoubtedly, I would. There'd be times I'm riding on my horse because that's a big part of the game. Riding a horse, which we'll get to that. But I'm just moving the camera around, trying to stay on the trail as best I can. But I want to see these vistas and views that are being yeah. created. And having just traveled to the west, I'm like, man, they just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, really incredible. I do you want to talk about like horseback riding? Boy, do I. Um. That was a complaint from Kavasi, dang horse riding. The horse riding. So uh, I'm going to like mix this with comparisons to Red Dead 2 a little bit. I didn't want to overdo that. Also, we just played Oblivion, which had horse riding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to like over compare to Red Dead 2. Yeah. Because it came later and I played that before I played this. Mm. Um, But there's times when I'm playing this game, even though it's older and shows its age a little more, where I'm, I prefer the gameplay in this one over Red Dead. Over 2. Red Dead Two, and this is this is why. In Red Dead Two, it's almost like a sim. Mm-hmm. Everything I do in Red Dead Two has this weighty feeling to it. Sure. And sometimes when I'm like riding my horse, mm-hmm. I'm just riding him along the trail, and I didn't spot that rock. Yeah. And now I'm flung in from Red the Dead cliff. Two. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> but it, that it it's just not as much in this game, mm-hmm. and I almost. I like that in Red Dead 2, but sometimes I'm like, please, 
Just let me ride my horse. <laughs> this game, it, it's almost—it's a little more arcadey in that they didn't have probably the technology to do all of those things. Hmm, that is interesting. Is that the end of your point? I don't want to interrupt. Um, that's just—it was—it's it, combat. It's horseback riding. It's movement. Um, I really—I just liked it in this game. It felt more so than just differently. I guess would be the better okay. thing. There, I didn't get annoyed with it that's as fair. much, and. Yeah, I appreciate. I just appreciated not having to think about flying off my horse because I touched a cactus <laughs> or something. No, you're right. Um, I think I had a similar thought, and they changed. I remember it was GTA Four. They developed this engine that all of a sudden can create movement in a body with limbs and ragdolling, and things took a simulation turn. The driving in that game compared to what was the one before it, San Andreas. Yeah. Like that was still very arcadey, and then GTA Four. All of a sudden, the cars are weighty and heavy. Yeah, you are doing more simulation things, and they carried that through. This was the next game after that. Yeah, so they. I think they wanted to move that direction, but this was a good balance between the two, where it's not in Red Dead it, Two. It is a little bit too much at times. It's not. It's not bad, but this is like a. There's still weight. There's still for yeah. sure weight. Yeah. It's just not as overly. Yeah. Yeah. The I, horses, the horses feel a little, there's, there's only so much you could do either way. Mm-hmm. And the horses do sometimes feel a little like <laughs> AI. Yeah. Like their legs are just flying all over. <laughs> they're so fast and they never stop. Yeah. <laughs> this, I remember being very impressed and I think there was a lot of talk from reviews about the horses and how they're animated in this game. Um, you know, their their weight like shifts over their legs as yeah. they turn and run. And the the running path of them and how the legs move is very impressive. And they put a lot of work into that. There's no anatomy like they added in Red Dead 2, which yeah. is great. We don't need <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the gunplay is awesome. It's gunplay so is cool. Great. Like, so I, when I'm growing up, I always read uh, Lula Lamore novels mm-hmm. and stuff. And watch cowboy movies Mm -hmm. and the classic hop off your horse Mm. you know exactly what it is you hop off your horse and it's dusty and you're wearing like your chaps yeah (laughs) and you start shooting the yeah you get all that feeling you you are you're a cowboy man right shooting varmints and somehow again it's what they do but they nail that feeling and it's a i don't know how you solve it so i hate complaining when i don't have a better solution but the lock on targeting which you could probably turn off Makes it a little less fun, but also is almost necessary because of how quickly you can die if you're not good at aiming. I think they had to do that for consoles. Yeah. Because this is only a PC release sure. and you could like precision aim. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about Like, I don't really use Deadeye all that fired much. Yeah. But they're for sure on console. Like the targets are very small. Mm-hmm. Their heads are like really yeah. far back. <laughs> and like you said, you can get shot once and die. Right. So that, that need definitely but, arose because if not then you have bullet spongy enemies and that that's worse it doesn't feel good this yeah. feels so good to just yeah <laughs> blow dudes away yeah um but you'd quickly grow accustomed to locking on gently flicking the right stick so that it locks onto the head and pulling the trigger and you're just popping headshots which does feel good but you know if someone were to complain about it i couldn't argue yeah i might have a little bit of a point yeah but i just did the mission where you Go to the fort looking for Bill Williamson and you kill all those dudes there. Yeah. Man, was I killing dudes. <laughs> <laughs> dudes were going down. Yeah. Good old Bill Williamson. Bill. Bill, I'm here for Bill Williamson. 
I think, uh, so a really cool thing for me going to Red Dead Redemption 2 and having played it previously, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much. I didn't finish this, so I'm sure there's stuff still for me to do. In one or two? In, I've not finished one, but okay. in two, the story yeah. directly leads into this. Yes. And that's so cool because for me, it's like I'm playing oh. in reverse how everyone else would have played. You played the other one. I played yeah. two first, which technically could be one. Right. And so... It's the prequel. I'm getting all this like i already have you're all playing this. it chronologically yeah yeah and it's sweet it was so cool to like see how they the story continues and not about how great a job they did at fleshing out these characters mm. in the first game because it's sh- in, in my mind you think well it could be like the characters don't feel as fleshed out as they did in red dead 2 but the development they just carried that on they did such a good job with the story and writing here mm-hmm. and the characters that even though they're more maybe more fleshed out and more fully rounded in Red Dead 2, they still fit perfectly. Going from there to this, it still fits the way they are. Right. That is interesting because some complaints from users I read were like, they're cartoony characters with no weight, but you've come from the background. You already know a lot of these guys and characters yeah. where they have added a lot more to their story. Yeah, so it fits when, when like, yeah, when they, when, yeah. Uh, I try not to do super duper spoilers or yeah, anything, but you can. I mean, like I mean, Bill—that's a perfect example, right? Yeah, it's just like a really cool example of a character you got to further explore in two. So yeah, when you f- meet him in one, he does seem like a cartoon. Like, yeah, he's like I'm gonna shoot you, <laughs> but now you have all this backstory on him, and it just right. fits. You know him, like yeah. oh, we did missions together yeah. with Arthur. I know his relation to John. Yeah. Yeah. It, them doing two and tying it all together was very cool. And playing it chronologically for the first time would be, a, I think, a cool experience. Yeah. You're lucky for getting to do that. I'm, it's, I'm <laughs> quite enjoying it. Yeah. Um, trying to think. It's just such a huge and overwhelming game to discuss. Yeah. But. I don't think we can talk about every single mechanic and so on in the game. But... For me, the main focus was definitely trying to get as much story as I could. Yeah, I was trying to plow through story. I'm still, however, stopping to pick up Red Sage and Wild Feverfew, and I'm fighting cougars with a knife to try and get the challenge checked off. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm still drawn into those things, which are fun things. Like, some people complain, like, it's just side quest stuff. But for me, they're different than, say, like an Assassin's Creed or a Ubisoft, where it literally is just side quest stuff. And it's just to fill the game out. It yes. doesn't actually feel fun. This feels more tied to what you're actually doing. You unlock outfits, which look kind of cool, and you're not paying money for them. Yeah. <laughs> the side quests, I love how dynamic they the are missions, in this game. Yeah, that would it's, pop up. It's so much better than, honestly, I think that, Red Dead 1 and 2 might do this better than any game I've ever played. The way that you're just traveling around the world, you're running around, blammo, something cool as heck is just happening. And not only that, you can just miss it. You can just go the wrong way and it triggered and now you've missed the thing. They'll try and trigger it again. You won't miss it forever, but you could just ride on by. Like a little question mark will pop up briefly on the map. But if you miss it or you're doing something else, you could fly by. So it's very cool for that. But they're all fun side stories. I have fun every time, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking of the random things that will pop up, which again is something they added in GTA four. I want to say you get people on corners being like, yeah. Hey you come here, come here. I'm in New York. <laughs> um, 
But there was at least two times playing this time through where <laughs> I hear gunshots. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And it's either some guy like shooting at birds and he's like, hey, you're not better than me. I bet I can. <laughs> and you gamble some money and you shoot some birds and you win money. Or I hear gunshots and it's two deputies chasing a guy. Get over here. Both times I roped the guy, went to hog time, and they just shoot him in the head. <laughs> I was like, that's tight. Uh, it's the Wild West out there. But those just random things. Oftentimes you just feel like it's a sparse open. The towns, the little landmarks are far apart. Yeah. And it's a lot of cactus and dirt in between. But they do... I think an appropriate amount of here's something going on that yeah. you weren't ready for. And those are very fun. And it adds to just making the video game a game that you want to play. Yeah, you're keep, just going to keep what doing else it. Is gonna yeah. Be, yeah. It's fun. The bounties, pick a little bounty poster off the wall. Yeah. You can go murder him or tie him up, bring him back. And then they'll murder him. And then they shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's. It is just fun. Yeah. And it's not just fun, but it's engaging in a mm -hmm. way that you really can just keep playing. Yeah. And not want to stop. The animals that are all around, some attack you, some are just out yeah. there existing. Like they create, we talked about this, but it's the whole world. They've created it. It's beautiful. It feels great. The, um, I mentioned this in one of the negative reviews, but I actually like it. So the UI, because of how much is going on, mm -hmm. it's a little clunky. Mm -hmm. But what I like about the fast travel is that you don't just click, click, and now you're fast traveling. Sure. That almost is worse to me than a system like in, in this game where you have to actually do something to fast travel. You have to go right. somewhere or uh, uh, kick off your campfire or whatever. Yeah. That feels like at least I'm engaging in a way where it's not just doing a quick Starfield where you go in the map and you go over and you cursor over the planet and you hit A yeah. until you fast travel. This one is, you have to do something, you know? And it may be coming from that simulation shift that they're doing. Like, sure, we could hit start, you go on a map and pick a point and you fast travel. But what if you had to get to a stagecoach or you had to get away from the town and set up a campfire and then yeah. you can... I Yeah, I do honestly prefer that. Yeah. This guy just wanted to play GTA. He just go get GTA. GTA 4, bud. Put he it in. a long game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that, that, like, for what it is, I still think it's fine. It's clunky, but you start to learn it as you go, and it starts to feel more. Yeah. The UI is certainly clunky. Like, you have inventory, but it's on a different button than you're used to bringing up inventory for. Yeah. But your normal button for inventory all of a sudden brings up maps, journals, options, all that. And it's separate, and then, well, they did what they could. Yeah. They're working usually with console buttons. Definitely with this game. I think, um, yeah, I think the UI could have been the biggest annoyance in the game, but it wasn't enough to drive me up the wall. No, if you learn it, you figure it out, and you get used to it. I did have, did you run any major bugs? Yeah, I took a picture of one. Let me find it for you. But I, ran, me, I ran into one major one that actually made me go back. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know how you design games, but it, there's a huge game with a lot to it. Yeah. It's bound to happen. And as long as you, it doesn't happen to everybody, but hopefully you had a save that wasn't too far back. It was not that far. It was pretty much just before the mission. So yeah. I wasn't too mad. That's good. I'm trying to think in the past if I've had any major like breaking bugs and I, it, it probably happened where like some pathing messed up and you can't trigger the next part. 
um, the one bug I ran into, and I'm having trouble bringing it up on my phone for some reason, but John Marston's mouth did a thing, and it didn't ever stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you. Um, I'm going to show you. He's like kind of half smile. You can see all his teeth and his lips are spread apart. And any talking he did was like that. His lips stayed open, but his lips were still animated. He looks like when you're taking picture day at school. Yeah, and they're like smiling. <laughs> it was like that through cutscenes. And if I just spun the camera around, he was just like. <laughs> I'll post that to Instagram. That was a pretty fun glitch. Yeah, I can get that up. But no, like, game-breaking for me. Yeah, that was the only one. Yeah. And it didn't, like, I kind of expected it because I had heard there had been some, so. Sure. And, I mean, I guess the other annoying part for me would be I was I was emulating it. Mm. So you were running into some emulation problems. I had some emulation issues. I followed the guides, and I don't know, I just recently upgraded my computer mm-hmm. with some new stuff, and it, it, would, it would work, but I would get hitches, um after cutscenes, hmm. so it from like start rolling on the train or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and then that whole like walking to the bar was mm-hmm. like half a frame uh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i restarted and i kept trying stuff and adjusting things and i ended up trying two different emulators there's mm-hmm. a switch emulator and then there's the xbox emulator because i well, you own a switch i own an both xbox. of these things yeah i think i actually may have a switch in my house um, yes, with you do. <laughs> and then Steve let me borrow all of his consoles yep, at once I while he was down Southway, down West, <laughs> and uh, down Amarillo. <laughs> <laughs> and you emulated it, but it was a little. And the but yeah, so that would happen. I tried fixing it, and then when I would go back in, it would do it again. So I just had to deal with that after cutscenes. Yeah, there'd be like thirty seconds. Did it catch of... back up? Yeah, it would catch back up. Okay. But it was just like a major annoyance and it really slowed down my playthrough. We um, talked a little bit about this off mic, but emulation is good up to that generation. They still haven't, and I don't know what all that process involves, but they haven't figured out how to run that smoothly yet. Yeah. Which is fine. They're doing great work for free I mean, most of the time. It can't be a hardware issue. It has to be something with the way they program those consoles. Yeah. That and that's having trouble back. That's the thing they try to figure out with the emulation. I know my PC is like 20 times more powerful than the 360, you know what (laughs) I mean? It's not just running the game. It's running the system to run the game. Anyway, we're talking emulation. Yeah, that was about it. Um, My gripes, I guess, with the game, there were times where I was like, I had to trek across the map to go trigger the next mission. And I wasn't necessarily playing to just explore. I wanted to go do the next mission. And I'd be a little annoyed, like, I got to ride my horse all the way out there. But I could have just gone and set up camp off the trail and fast traveled. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, I should have done. (laughs) (laughs) So just wasting time. Yeah, cancel that annoyance out. Um, The combat, I don't know how you fix it again, but just crouching down behind something and popping up the fire is not super inspiring. But it is fun when you headshot and you get that little zoom effect that they do. Yeah. Oh, Red Dead Revolver. They made it in that game. When you headshot someone in that game, it's a little more pronounced even. Yeah, that game is definitely more arcadey. Yeah. It's tight maps. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. 
It doesn't exactly tie into this game because it's a different character who looks the same. I don't think it's possible to do what these games are doing and not have semi, I don't want to say realistic, but more realistic gun combat. And that involves hiding behind things and popping out and shooting at people. Yeah. Again, I like I said, I don't like to complain about it if I don't have a solution, but it's uh, it just gets a little tedious eventually yeah. when that's the only way you can fight people yeah they try to mix it up give you a minigun for that one mission make you like throw things for other missions but yeah little molotovs or knives or whatever do you that, i mean at least the next thing so you you played red dead revolver yeah i played a little bit now i played that originally it's been a long time since i played it and if you want to talk about cartoony characters and that yeah those guys are over the top that's the purpose of that game yeah though. like really do it up that was why I think this game was so surprising to me when it came out. Mm, it wasn't quite as cartoony yeah. as that. It would be like, it was, I don't know if it was a perfectly apt comparison. It would be like, there was a bully game mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like bully, yeah. goofy. Yeah. And then the next one is like just a serious teen drama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did, um, they drew from that experience and then they made it more simulating. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Love it. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's an interesting thing coming back from Red Dead 2. I thought I was going to be more out of sorts with it graphically and so mm. on, but because Red Dead 2 does look sharp, freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, for me, Red Dead 2, the more open world games I've played, it has to be number one on my list. Mm. It's, inc- it's ridiculous. Yeah. But this game has a lot of great thing still going for it and still looks good and like i said almost i kind of like how it's not so heavily weighty and simulating and that might you know i'm not arthur just stumbling down the right. hills every five <laughs> minutes because i made a misstep yeah um they i think rockstar is my favorite open world designer because they don't ever do a game too big yeah. It's big and they can be huge, but it fits for what they're doing. Everything is just like where it needs to be. Yeah. It's enough space. It's not too much to where there's nothing happening. Like you said, you're on the the lonesome desert. Yeah. And it's and they sparse like, it up. holy heck. Yeah. But it still works. It's mm-hmm. not so big where you're like, okay. There's enough stuff going on. And things happen, but you, there's also times where you just get that feeling. You're just out there alone. Which is the feeling you should have yeah. in the 1900s and out west. Like, that was the feeling. Yeah. That's it. They nailed it. It's pretty Rockstar. sweet. Rockstar. Sorry about all those developers in there. <laughs> it, that's truly a uh, Flowers for Algamon or whatever Algernon, it's called. Algernon. Algernon. Yeah. <laughs> it's We've us, read that. It's us playing it, and then it's just some poor uh, game developer <laughs> being tortured. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, final thoughts on the old it's Red awesome. Dead Redemption 1. Right, it's a must-play. Definitely. If you have the greatest games of all time, for sure. Absolutely. Pick up an Xbox 360 and play it if you haven't. It'll look a little rougher, but. Yeah, definitely do not emulate it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Unless you own it. Hit me up on Steam if you need any help. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Definitely play it. Definitely have good memories of playing it through the first time. I remember my friend playing it. That's how good it is. I have memories of my friend playing it the first time. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) Nice. Well, I'm sure next week's game will be just as all-time masterpiece as this one. Are you sure? No. It is. I mean, a lot of people belove it. Is that a verb? Belove? 
Is there only beloved? an adjective? Beloved. beloved. We're going to make it a verb. People belove this game. <laughs> um, They'd be loving it. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be loving this game. <laughs> Super Nintendo's Secret of Mana. Hmm. Never played it. It's a JRPG. A JRPG. So get ready. But it's a little more action-oriented. Okay. It's not turn-based. I'm going to keep giving them a try because they're on the list. Hey, um, spoilers, I've already played as much of this game as I'm going to. I played it on the airplane ride. Oh, that's good. I'm a, I'm a PISP. My PSP SNES emulator. I have a SNES. I have this game. But uh, I was emulating it for All those right. purposes. But we'll play that and talk about it next week. Cool. Yeah. Oh, boy. There we go. I'm going to show you that Jose Gonzalez. You'll remember it immediately. Okay, I'm ready. Thank you, listeners. Goodbye, listener.